When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole and that's what led them here. The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. It's the adventures of... Turn your mic on! It's the adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Oh my gosh, you know, celebrities not doing too many crazy things uh, over the night. <laughs> oh, but please, we got plenty to talk about. The movie theaters... Are being crazy. Well, it's one movie theater chain in particular, and I've got a question for you. Dawn, is this a good idea or a bad idea? My talkers, feel free to join the conversation by sending us an email or a tweet or something. Uh, AMC unveiled, and we learned this from Mike yesterday, Mm -hmm. that they are going to base movie ticket prices on the location of the seat you're sitting in. So... Uh, what if my seat is now going to be at home? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it might just be because pricing options for Hollywood movies and theaters, at AMC anyway for now, will be based on where patrons want to sit in the auditorium. And they say, so now I'll make the case for uh, the movie chain, Okay, which says, this is basically, let me get the actual quote. Sightline at AMC more closely aligns AMC's seat pricing approach to that of many other entertainment venues, offering experience-based pricing and another way for moviegoers to find value at the movies. That's Elliot Hamlish, executive VP and CMO of AMC Theaters. He said that in a statement. Uh, I can tell you more details about what this sightline program, as they're calling it, means, but Dawn, I ask you, and Mike, I'm sure I'll come to you for your thoughts as well, because you're both moviegoers, as are many of our listeners. Dawn, what say you about AMC's move to create a a version of dynamic pricing? Well, I think in a time where theaters are struggling to get people in, this is not the right way to go, because it doesn't give anybody a positive no one is positively looking at this. It's basically like, okay, no one wants to sit in those seats that are cheaper unless you are someone who's uh, wants to sit on the fr- front row. And if that's you, we need to talk. 
<laughs> well, okay, so let me make the best case for them, and then you tell me why you don't think so. I mean, you've already said that you don't think this is a good idea. Spoiler alert, I agree. I don't know, like, who's the audience member who's like, yeah, I love sitting in the front row, give me cheap seats. But let me make what I think they would say is the argument. People love choice, and sometimes people will say, hey, I've now got a choice to get a, a cheaper seat if I want. Maybe I will get a, a cheaper seat in a less uh, likely place, and I'll save a buck or two. Thanks for letting me save a buck or two, AMC. That would be their argument. What do you What do you say to that, Don? Um, I think those people are rare, <laughs> and it's the overall experience that people want. And paying a couple dollars less isn't going to make a difference. Yeah, it just seems like they're price gouging the people that want to sit in the good places. I personally, Mike told us yesterday that it also includes the aisles or the sides. And I am not opposed to sitting there. Well, let me- Sometimes I'm like, I just want to get the hell out of here when it's done. So we're going to sit. You know what the best seat in the house is? The one that's furthest away from other people. Yeah, well, assuming it's not and the I fight front that. row. Yeah, but yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Let me give you the uh, exact details as was laid out by uh, the folks at AMC. They will put seats in the following categories. Value sight line standard sightline and preferred sightline uh standard sightline seats will be the most common in auditoriums and available for the traditional cost of a movie ticket that is the standard patrons will pay less for front row seats via value sightline tickets and preferred sightline seats will typically be in the middle of the auditorium and cost slightly more than standard Lines. Now, this is, again, according to AMC. Mike, what do you think about, as a moviegoer, AMC's dynamic-y, pricing-ish system? I think, uh, I'll, well, I'll get to the, I think, the real reason behind it here in a second. Ooh. But as far as a moviegoer goes, I totally agree with everything, you know, Don said, where it just doesn't, I, I, there's no, you want to incentivize people to go to the movies, not to give them more yeah, reason, I, not to go to At a time when everybody's like, hey, is AMC going to live? Yes. Yeah. They're like, hey, let me give you another reason to not think happy thoughts about us. But what's the uh, real reason, Mike? So if you dig down into that story, one thing you're going to notice, and I think this is how it's playing out in my head, I think they sat around a room and said, hey, guys. We need to come up with a way to get more people on AMC stubs. Because if you go to a movie at AMC, half the trailers are trailers, and then half the trailers are for their stubs program. If you read that article further, there will be no additional charge for stubs members. I think this is a situation where it was a marketing ploy to say, hey, this way we're going to get more people motivated to join the stubs program. And then all of a sudden they didn't think about all of the backlash that they might be facing because this has gotten a ton of negative press for a variety of different ways. And I totally, I, I would agree with you, I'm sure, Don, you know, share your thoughts, but I totally agree with that. But that seems like a really backhanded, complicated way to get what you ultimately want, right? I'm not saying you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. I think you're absolutely right. But I just think, okay, so you want people to join Stubs. Um, I feel like there's a better in- way to incent people to use your system than to charge them more because I feel like you're just going to drive away the casual moviegoer who I feel like is who they need to get back in theaters Mm -hmm. versus continuing to make money off of those repeat visits. But maybe, I mean, clearly they know economics that we don't know. So perhaps, 
you know, that motivation is a good one and maybe it'll pay off for them. But it just seems like a very negative way sure. to yeah. achieve something that are re- from an industry that's already getting a lot of negative attention. Yeah, I think people don't want to do a deep dive on all of these things. People just see the headline or they read the first paragraph and they go, I don't want to have to deal with that. That's whatever. Let's not go there. Or do you think they're banking on people just like not even knowing Yeah, that they're going to pay? So, for example, you go online like the the few times that I go to a movie a year, uh, I go online because I want my seat. Like to me, that's the most important. Once once they gave us the the choice to pick our seats that I was in. And so now the most important thing for me when I go see a movie is, you know, other than the movie itself, is like, where can I get my ticket or where can I get my seat? So I feel like that that'll be my first concern. I feel like after a month, we're probably not going to be talking about this nearly as much. And most people are going to either walk into a movie theater and say, oh, hey, I would like a seat. And they'll say, "Okay, here's a screen. Pick where you want your seat. You press it. Oh, the dollar sign comes up. And that's what it is. And the same thing when you go online and you select your seat. So I think it's something that maybe... On the surface now, when we see the way it's broke down and you see the people, even actors coming out and and saying how much they hate this uh, system and they think it's... Ooh, yes, they the, are now. Well, yes. it's understandable, right? Yeah. Because it's in one more barrier that gets mm-hmm. the, the viewer between them and a movie. Yeah. Don't they, you think? They need to be thinking of ways to give people incentive yeah. to go to the movie. Mm-hmm. I They're, mean, like a punch card. Yeah. That would I'd be in on. I love a good punch card. Well, I was going to say the punch card is the subs program, right? Like I yeah. bet you get all sorts of benefits. Um, are you a subs person? I'm not. Mike? No. Um, we my MC is a member of the Alamo um, program, which you pay twenty bucks a month and you can see a movie every day. Oh, perfect. Yeah, and yeah. if it's a premium movie like one that just came out, I think you pay two dollars or something like that. But if you go to the movie a lot, that's the way to go. And I I wouldn't even choose AMC at this point anyway, because they do not have enough people in place to um, make the rowdy people in their theater behave. Mm. That's why I go to Alamo, because they will threaten you, and they will threaten (laughs) the audience. They say, if you talk or text in this theater, we have a system where people can tattle on you and they will do it and you will get one warning and then you're kicked out. Oh my God. What's the, how do they tattle on you? Well, you, you can eat there as well. You can have beers, you can have burgers. Like they have a full yeah. menu. That's yeah, great. Yeah. I mean, it is ex- ex- more expensive, but, um, you have an order card. If you want more popcorn, you write popcorn, popcorn, you write, uh, you know, whatever, like I need another diet Coke or whatever. So you can and be then like you put the it there, person two rows it. down yeah, is being you can annoying. Write, and we've done it. Like there are people talking behind us. And oh. so they will wait a while. They'll take your little ticket, Yeah, but they wait so that people don't know who ratted them out and they will kick their ass out. And I am. <laughs> Because there's no talking in the movie. I guess I don't go to... Th- I mean, I, I know that people can be really annoying in theaters. Um, the, the one thing that drove me nuts, the, one of the most recent times I was in a theater, was because we can now pick our seats, there were these people in our seats. Mm-hmm. Now, the theater was relatively wide open, so it wasn't a big deal. It but I got why they sit I, in your seats. I got completely ticked off in the moment. Mm-hmm. And, and I went to... I wasn't going to complain. I went to get us... Because... The the reason I got frustrated was because they were just like, oh, just sit anywhere else. The theater's wide open. And I was like, yeah, but here's what's going to happen. I'm going to find a place to sit. And in two minutes, somebody's going to come tell me I'm in their spot. Exactly. And I don't want to have to move, like, play this game of moving constantly. Which I've done before. So then before, I had to traipse all the way out to the theater to ask for, I was like, I don't care that they're in our seats, but can you just give me seats that are not 
taken so that I'm not in somebody else's way. Because I just want to sit and watch the movie. I know. In peace. Anyway, uh, I imagine that AMC will not be the only theater chain doing this. Because I feel like the world is just dynamic pricing itself all over us. Mm -hmm. No matter what. it Watch. If you want to make a restaurant reservation, you know, your price is going to start to go up based on what time you show up at a restaurant. I'm just telling you, there will come a time when technology and just, you know, uh, the capitalist impulse will. Yeah, I mean, they'll make it down to like, um, like when you drop your drop your kid off at school in the morning. Do you want the dynamic um, pricing of the. Of the uh, the car line, do you want dynamic pricing car line, or do you want your time is at six thirty and your kid has to wait outside? Oh, I'm sure because it's cheaper. Yeah, I was horrified to find out that kids in public school in Woodbury have to pay for a parking spot. They have to pay because oh, sure. there aren't enough spaces. Well, I was going to say was probably because like, there's not enough spaces. I was like, yeah. what? They have to pay for a parking spot? That's it's public school. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird to me. Yeah. I felt bad because it's like the kids that suffer are the they have to be dropped off by their parents and get out and uh, be like, that's my mom. Yeah, that sucks. You know, I don't know. It was just it's just a weird thing to me. But that's another like <laughs> you could take this so far in different ways. You're so right. Oh, about take this, dynamic pricing. I was going to say, take it so far. It's already been taken ridiculously far. Airplane seats. Oh my um, God. You name it. Don't get me started. Don't even get her started, Mike. But uh, I ask you, Mike, and then I'll ask you, Dawn, mm-hmm. we're talking about dynamic pricing coming to theaters. Does this make you any less likely to go see a movie? As a person who... Uh, we'll see what it actually looks like on the bottom line. Like when you go into the app and you pick the seat, how much of a price difference is this compared to yeah. a Marcus Theater down the street or whatever theater oh, down the street? Sure. If it's a situation where I look and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a noticeable difference between these two. I'm going to go to one instead of the other. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely choose the other one. And, Don, you're not even... You're like, I'm not even going to them. No. <laughs> I, I gotta have... I'm sorry. I sound really snobby right now, but I would rather pray, play, pay a higher price to go to Alamo where I know that that people are going to behave because that drives me insane. Like yeah. I would rather pay $4 more or whatever it is to go there because they are, I mean, they even have some of the stars in the movies introduce the movie and go, here's the deal. I'm Sigourney Weaver. And I'm going to talk to you right now about how you're a big butthole for talking in the movie. Isn't that sad? They're like, you need to stop talking. I'm serious. Like they're like, don't talk. They, they're not going to handle it. Enjoy the movie. And I'm like, yes! All right. Well, I hope you're not sitting next to Dawn <laughs> and you find yourself having a conversation. Well, I'll tell at the you next... to shut up. <laughs> I've done it before. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> when we come back from movies to Hollywood, it's kind of the same thing, but when it comes to headlines out of Hollywood, Holly's got all the latest for a dirt alert right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And here she is with all the celebrity gossip that we haven't heard yet, or maybe we have and we have opinions about. It's Holly Roberts. Uh, We have to stop this nonsense that Ashton Kutcher is explaining away his awkward red carpet appearance with Reese Witherspoon. Oh. What's going on? Okay, so they've got a new Netflix movie out. Yeah. It's a romantic comedy called Your Place or Mine. They did red carpet events either late last week or over the weekend, and their body language was the opposite of selling us a romantic comedy. Oh, God. What was it? it did was they a- look like they wanted to, I don't know. Oh, God. No, they look I'm looking like- <laughs> at photos, and it's like, hi. And she's wearing a blue dress, right? Yep. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, they look like awkward business associates. Neither of them look like they want to be there. They have less than zero chemistry. and now They're Ash- not even touching each yeah. other. Yeah. And now Ashton Kutcher is explaining it away. And I have to keep my eyeball secure in my skull. Oh, read it. Because he said, here's the thing. If I put my arm around her and was like all friendly with her, I'd be having an affair with her. Oh, jeez. If I stand next to her and I put my hand in my pocket so there's not a chance that like there could be that rumor, the rumor that we there's a rumor that we don't like each other. So he was like, thank you. He wanted to avoid he Ashton Kutcher starting rumors that he and Reese Witherspoon were having an affair together. Oh. Yeah, I was not concerned. Were you? Hmm. No. I think it's sad that they have to have that in their head because who's spinning that? Their fear of the tabloids. I don't think that's really the reason, though. That just sounds like to me like they're really not excited about each other. Thank you. Like they they could not look more (laughs) uninterested with each other. Like I'm looking at another one. There's like they're standing in front of a red, um, a Netflix step and repeat. Mm -hmm. And they're both like business standing like they, and not even business standing these are people look i am a, and the I smiles am, on them look at these smiles Don. it's yeah. fake i'm looking at it yeah if yeah. you if you go to page six this is the lead article in page six and you scroll down these people have less than zero chemistry together their body language says do not bleep and touch me <laughs> like so, it is contractually guys, obligated that you stay you're, you're in a romantic <laughs> comedy at least look like you're having fun thank you and it's on all the red carpets And Mila Kunis even called him out. Mila Kunis calls out Ashton Kutcher for looking and Reese Witherspoon for looking so awkward on the red carpet. Well, Well, so clearly she's like, you guys, I'm fine. You have to go and sell your darn movie. Now, I don't know much about this movie, but what I do know is I'm think that Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon share little to no screen time together because it's kind of like the holiday Mm. where the main characters swap houses Mm. And they don't really see each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, <sighs> not interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just in time for uh, Don McLean, what I'm assuming <laughs> is your favorite holiday of the entire calendar year, Valentine's Day. No, she, her favorite holidays come and pass. It was Halloween followed very closely by Groundhog Day. Yeah, I love Groundhog Day. Oh, it's, it's all downhill from here. Isn't yeah. It? Right. Yeah. Well, I, I, don't mind, I don't mind a good rom-com. Like, I dipped my toe in that uh, George Clooney, Julia Roberts one, and I thought it was rather, you know, 
boringly delightful. So I'm I would be all for Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, but these two don't look like they want to be in a romantic comedy. Exactly. Now, if you want to be mm, entertained, your place or mine premieres on Netflix February 10th. Well, at least I don't have to go see it in the theater. Exactly. You can. This looks like a one eye movie where you can be doing la- <laughs> laundry. One eye movie. Yeah. yeah, you could be doing laundry. Yeah, do a load of whites, as um, Alexis says. Yeah, you know, maybe talk uh, talk to somebody on the phone you haven't talked to in a long time. You know. Multitask. Yeah. Hey, good uh, for them. Speaking of TV and this weekend, the big game is on Sunday. <laughs> What's that again? <laughs> that Which is, game? What is that? That is the Super Bowl. And Rihanna is performing during the Super Bowl oh, halftime this year. Cannot wait, finally! And now there's Buzz Bradley that Rihanna may be going on tour after her performance this year. Oh. Um. Okay, he's going to... He's going to have a conniption well, right no, here. No, I'm just excited There's because... too many people touring Holly and it's stressing him out. That actually wasn't my thought, but thank you. That is my <laughs> secondary thought. My first thought was, oh my God, finally, because we've been waiting for Rihanna to tour for so long. And I was at the last tour. In fact, we were there with my talkers. Colleen and I both uh, brought a couple of my talkers along who frankly were not really Rihanna fans. They were just happy to... They were fans of you. They were fans of my talk and they contributed for, I think it was probably bits for kids bits for kids that we did this for. And so we went out to dinner before and then they sat there and kind of stared at Rihanna for a few minutes and then they left early uh, <laughs> because it wasn't really their jam. But, uh, yeah, but uh, I just remember thinking like Rihanna is an amazingly talented human and we need more of this. Mm-hmm. And now you're telling us, Holly, we might actually be getting more in a tour. We might. Now, these are just rumors that Page Six is running with. And they're saying that if Rihanna goes on tour, plans are so top secret right now that even folks in Rihanna's camp don't have the details on what? it. It's like a courtier. Yeah. You but, know, you know, camp. why else perform at the Super Bowl if you don't have something big to announce? Because remember... Performers don't get paid yeah. to perform at the Super Bowl because remember, and if you're kids, not National Football League is a nonprofit organization, uh-huh, and they yeah. don't make any money. They make so zero it's so money. Sad. It's yeah. for the kids. Really, yeah. um, volunteer program. Yes, basically, give back America. Uh-huh. Um, no, but <laughs> the the thing I was going to say is, you're absolutely right, Holly. She wouldn't be doing this for nothing if there wasn't in something in it for her. And we imagine it's not to sell her latest line of, uh, you know, makeup. Skivvies. Or uh, clothing, right? Exactly. So we shall see. Thank you, Holly, for all those fabulous dirt alerts. When we come back, our good friend Mike's got some blind items in the form of blind items. Are you holding out for a hero? Well, don't hold out any longer. If you've got issues around the home, call my friends at Hero. In fact, they've always got specials. Right now, if you have an issue with your furnace or heating, have them out. You're going to save 57 bucks. Just tell them Bradley sent you $57 off your next furnace repair or heating system whatever whatever heats your home if there's issues call hero.com that's most likely what you're going to need hero for this time of year but don't forget they also do plumbing cooling drains electrical air duct cleaning and i guarantee there's going to be a special around the corner if there isn't one already for whatever it is that you need but here's the biggest special you get when you call hero their professional team of experts who for decades, literally Hero's been doing this around the Twin Cities for over 100 years, are dedicated to making your home run more smoothly. And all it takes is a call to Hero. Trust me when I tell you, not only will you love their expertise, you'll love how they take care of your home. Call Hero.com today and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. It's Laura with Heavenly Trainer, Don McLean, producer Mike Ganger. 
The Adventures of Bradley and Don. They have these adventures together. It's fun. My Talk 1071, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Mike has all the latest gossip from uh, anti-lawyer in Blind Items. Blinded by the item. We got a little uh, Grammy hangover. We had a whole bunch more drop yesterday from the Grammys. Ooh, so good. What other juicy stick. bits do we get? Yeah, we'll stick with the Grammys this time around. Here we go. In one category where this foreign-born... Former A-plus lister one. There are rarely more than 10% of eligible voters who actually vote in the category, which is why the old guys always end up winning. And there's never any new talent that wins this particular category. There's also a country music category that's in the same boat, which is why you saw this other old guy win an award for the umpteenth time last night. Oh, God, what were the old guys that won? I can't remember. Um... What do we think, oh. Don? I don't know. I got stuck to... on writing down former f- <laughs> well, If you try to write down this one, born. it's going to be tough. So let me just... It's uh, like yeah, I me... literally got stuck and then I didn't hear the rest. Let me sum it up one more time. This uh, The one category where this former, or excuse me, foreign-born, former A-plus lister, one, rarely has any more than 10% of the eligible voters actually voting for the category, which is why the old guys always win. It's a similar case for a country music category that, uh, just like we saw last night, also had an old guy win that award for the umpteenth time i don't know who won the country so i don't know that one country's so, not my jam i'm kind of yeah uh, uh but foreign born foreign born oh chris martin did he not they, win anything they also reference old guy oh so it's like a i don't know who won uh who are did some old f- oh, of course yeah, i did i didn't um, think of one of that the, doesn't mean I remember. I mean, I can't even remember the words Mike just said five minutes I ago. I know, me either. It's uh, a non-mainstream category. So a non-mainstream category uh, that an old guy who is a former A-plus lister. Was it even on the broadcast? Um, I can't answer that. I guess I don't know. This does not sound familiar no to me. No follow-up questions. No, there's definitely follow-up questions. I'm going to help you guys get there. This guy not only... Known for his music, he also had some hit reality shows and some iconic touring moments. Oh. Nick Lachey? No, old guy. Uh, I mean, not Ozzy Osbourne. Yes, Ozzy Oh, what did Ozzy... He wasn't... Oh, best performance, live performance. He won best rock album and best metal performance. So apparently the metal performance category, only about 10% of the people eligible actually vote for that category. I wasn't aware that they weren't... They could just vote for whatever they wanted. I think I was kind of stuck on that. You've just taught me something about the Grammys. Yeah, basically you you have nobody to, voted on it. Yeah, and that's yeah. the same thing for a guy who won the country album of the year. Oh God! And that went to a very old country straight. Nope. Oh, duh! Obvious. It's Willie Nelson. He you just always on my mind. he just announced his amazing. Uh, what's the thing that they just announced with Willie? We talked about it, didn't we? Pot smoking tour. <laughs> no, he's doing a tour with. Is he in Vegas? I just talked about this. Yeah, you did. We didn't though. He actually just didn't know. Um... He's doing something in Vegas. He's doing something with people that are younger than him, Will which Wilson. is everyone. God, Don, you're salty. Um, salty, it's the truth. It's Willie, like Dolly Parton. No, it was another Willie Nelson. I don't know. I'll figure Venetian. it out. They're going to take over the Venetian for a fun night. Six nights of uh, concerts with uh, tennis. Oh, oh, Tom Jones. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. Colleen. She's going. That's I'm sure she we is. We talked about that's this. That's, okay. that's yeah, what I was forgetting. Yeah, you and Colleen talked about it. Yeah. Got okay. it. Well, we got there. We that, got there. Do you want to fill in the blanks just for the yeah. audience? Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I do want to, except I already deleted it and moved on. But it's essentially, fine. there are certain categories where fewer people vote than are actually able to vote. So in the uh, heavy metal performance category, only 10%-ish vote for that category. And that's why Ozzy won it yet again. And it's the same thing for uh, some of the country uh, awards. And right. That's why Willie won for Best Album again. I so. see. There you Fabulous. go. Let's do another Let's blind do item. it. Blinded by the item. This former rapper turned A-list actor was supposed to be a part of the tribute to the musical genre last night. His partner was. Instead, he bailed at the last minute, leaving producers scrambling and created more bur- and he created some more burned bridges. <gasps> oh. A-list actor. Former rapper A-list actor. Former rapper, A-list actor. A-list? Mm-hmm. Was supposed to be part of the tribute yep. to the musical genre. But his so partner, that's the hip-hop. He was supposed to be doing the was, hip-hop tribute. His partner was yes. a part of it. His partner showed up, and everyone was like, oh, his partner's here, so here comes this guy, and this guy never showed. Oh, how about... came up with oh, an excuse oh, oh, later oh. on. It's Will Smith. Yes, it is. Oh, obviously. Right. Yep. So... DJ Jazzy Jeff. Mm-hmm. And the fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. Okay. Filling it in. Uh, Will Smith was supposed to be a part of that tribute to the musical genre last night, but and uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff showed up. Instead, Will Smith bailed at the last minute, leaving producers scrambling to create more, and he created more burned bridges. The oh, no. excuse after the show is that he was working on Bad Boys 4, which is crazy because that announcement came literally like three days earlier. So unless they made the announcement and then immediately went into pre-production, yeah. that sounds like an and excuse also, to me. not the year to come up on the wrong end of publicity for Will Smith, yeah. right? Do you think Agreed. he's just gets really nervous about being on stage again i mean he might slap somebody yeah (laughs) i mean yeah he wasn't afraid of being on the oscar stage okay (laughs) you guys (laughs) please (sighs) i'm afraid i have to strap my hand down because i might have to strap someone what slap someone strap oh my god why would you slap someone uh will smith you're saying he's afraid he might slap someone anyway oh got it yeah. All right. Uh, did you fill in the blank? I did I'm fill sorry. in the blank okay. up on that one. Got another one? Yeah, Let's go ahead. Blinded by the item. Now, this isn't specifically about the Grammys last night, but it is about music. Uh... This uh, Part of the deal that this three-named actress signed to return to a movie franchise was that she has to uh, have the proper music soundtrack for the next installment, and she wants to be in charge of it. I mean, she does have three gold singles to her credit, so she could possibly do it. Oh. oh. A three-named... So, a three-named actress. actress. But she's also a singer, obviously. Jennifer and- Love Hewitt. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Crushed it. And you, that she you know the said, franchise? Um, the franchise is Party of Five? No. Oh, no, no. That's a, not a movie. Oh, a movie franchise. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I know what she did last summer. Oh, that's right. Look at you, Dawn. I had no idea. I thought for sure that was just a, you know. I'm here to serve. 
It's amazing filling that blank. Yeah, we just got word yesterday that there's a deal in place for a uh, another follow or a follow up to uh, I know what you did last summer, and uh, the deal struck with Jennifer Love Hewitt said that she has to be in charge of the soundtrack for it because uh, that's one part she says was a caveat for her joining, and uh, she does have three gold singles to her credit, so she obviously could maybe just uh, head it completely and maybe even sing most of it. Wow! And yeah, that did break yesterday. That uh, I know what you did last summer sequel is in the works from Sony. I had no idea. Freddie Prince Jr. also in talks. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Do you have another one? Yeah, we can get a quick one here. Blinded by the item. This one will go back to uh, the Grammys. He can claim anything he wants, but this former rapper turned kept husband uh, did get into a fight at the Grammys uh, Awards with his former group member. Ben Oh, wait, no, it's former group member. Oh. Kept husband. I was going to say Ben Affleck, but it's not Ben nope. Affleck. Mm. Kept uh, husband. And he's a for, well, yeah, former rapper turned, well, I mean, he's still a rapper. But um, the way how about Machine Gun it. Kelly? Uh, oh, that's a good guess, though. Uh, there was a high publicity fight that apparently took place, and if uh, you guys haven't heard of it, I'm not sure we're going to get there. There was a fight, like at the Grammys. Correct, behind the stage in the back before a performance. They were doing a tribute to somebody we lost in the last year. Oh, um, I feel like I've seen this headline about a fight, but I don't know who this mm. is about. Oh. Okay, so perhaps you could give us a hint. Uh, I'm trying to. <laughs> this, this is a group that, again, lost one of their members. Oh, a trio, a rap trio, lost one of the members. Oh, uh, Quavo? Yeah, uh, you're close. That's um, not the blind oh, item. Oh. But who who was the apparent fight with? Oh. Um. Husband of oh, Cardi B. Cardi B, oh. yes. Who, Cardi B and Quavo. No, no. Who's no? Car- Cardi B's husband? I, yeah, oh, what's his shoot. name? I, what's his name? Oh. Uh, Oh, man. Uh, Offset. Offset. There we go. There you go. You got there. You got there. Cardi B, has she done her her community service yet? I can't tell you that. All I can tell you is that Offset is claiming that there was not a fight behind stage, but or backstage, but a lot of people are reporting there definitely was. Uh, There was that tribute uh, to Takeoff that Quavo did during the Grammys, and apparently uh, Offset wanted to be a part of that. Quavo says no, or I don't know what was said, obviously, but there was a belief that... really weird. Yeah, there was a belief that uh, one wanted to be a part of it. Quavo did, or excuse me, uh, uh, that Offset did, and Quavo did not want him to be, so then uh, Quavo honored his late nephew takeoff in that uh, tribute by himself. So That is, why wouldn't they want Offset I don't know. in there? But apparently I mean, he's they got part a fight of Migos. Over it. it was yeah. the three of them. It was. I've wow, learned so much I didn't know anything about. that is not cool. <laughs> Mike, thank you You're for welcome. all those delicious blind items, and when we come back, Dawn is going to tell us why she thinks, um, or I should say anyway, that some people think perhaps they're not even going to air the next season of Ultimate Girls Trip with Brandy Glanville. She's going to tell us why when we return right here on My Talk 1071. A little blind spot.
Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas with huge savings for 2023. If ever there was a time to visit the Little Blind Spot showroom, that time is here. Right now, select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of 30% off the purchase value, up to $1,200. That's right, I said $1,200. Hunter Douglas Honeycomb Shades are designed to conserve energy at the window in any season. They trap heat inside the honeycomb fabrics during the winter months and keep cool air inside your home in summer. It's like they were made for Minnesotans. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today for help from the best experts in the business. Or you can visit them online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. We're big on service. Kowalski's Markets is... My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Hi. Hi. I know you're not a huge fan of the Housewives franchises. I, yeah, I've, I don't think I've ever watched a season of anything. Oh, okay. But well, I know that you are, and you have for years. I have for years, yes. I am not currently watching any seasons, but I have watched full, like, all of Real Housewives of Atlanta. I binged that in, like, you know, six days. Yeah. <laughs> it was like 10 seasons. Yeah. Like, you know, didn't have uh, access to well, what's really going on, anything man? yet. Well, Brandy Glanville is a part of the Ultimate Girls Trip, and she's always been problematic, I would say. She speaks her mind. She gets oh, drunk. I don't watch Housewives, but I know I know full well who Brandy Glanville is. We've talked about her for years because of her antics and, well, behavior. And also, um, she does, outside of the franchise, the franchises um, on Bravo, she is known for being married to Eddie Cibrian, yeah, who, who Leon Rhymes, Rhymes is now married to, and so she she's been bitter about that for her whole life, oh, which yeah. I understand. Yeah. Well, and they have a kid together, so yes. or at least a kid. I don't they know have, if multiple. She has two sons, so okay. um, so anyway, the the latest with her is that they have been filming the Ultimate Girls Trip for what's this Ultimate Girls Trip? Is this a movie, TV show? What is this? Oh my gosh, it's the greatest. <laughs> they take it's actually the most fun to watch right now because they take a bunch of different housewives from different franchises, put them together, and they go on a trip together, mm-hmm. which is a theme of usually the shows. They're always, go- always going on trips. Yeah. But they take random people from the different like mm-hmm. franchises, usually the most <laughs> volatile people, sure. stick them together. Shocking. And then they have to go, you know, it's, oh, it's so terrible. They're in, you know, on an island. Yeah. Um, last time it was And just, hilarity ensues with yeah. drunken escapades. And it could be like somebody that they had beef with before from the same season. And then you have people like Brandy, who if you put her in the mix, she's going to piss everybody off at some point or do inappropriate things. Uh, she kind of runs it. A lot of times she's just a gold mine for Andy Cohen because she's half of the plot yeah. every time. I think that's the thing that turns me off to the entire thing. Years ago, I probably would have gotten into it and not thought twice about it. But I think the thing that keeps me from running towards it today is because I just feel like Andy Cohen just takes advantage of people <laughs> and they're yeah. like the worst sides of themselves. Well, but 
I I get what I mean. It's reality TV. It's an after empire. All. Yes, um, I can tell you. Then in one of these clips that I have taken from her, he was just like had the biggest grin on his face. It was a reunion, and Brandy said something, and he is just laughing and laughing and looking from side to side, like they're As all the going crazy, fly. and yeah. he is cackling. Um, he enjoys Brandy. So anyway, she's being kicked off of the fourth season of Ultimate Girls Trip because. She tried to kiss many times. Well, she actually Carolyn, did, didn't she? Like, she was all up on that Carolyn Manzo Carolyn person. Manzo during the filming of season four. And she, you know, touched her in areas yeah, with I her heard, clothes on. But, I heard a, or saw a headline that said she touched her in her area. Yeah. That's not appropriate. <laughs> you know, that don't, place. Don't, don't point at like you did last week. There's a whole promo running. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so so Carolyn Manzo is now off the show. They didn't kick her off, but she just no, she didn't like, want to be on this it anymore. Yeah. It made her super uncomfortable, and I can understand why. Brandy is, um, when she starts drinking, she likes to kiss girls. And she's openly bisexual, but she hits on straight ladies who are like, I don't want to kiss you. You know, and I feel like them, Brandy Glanville, I don't know what her actual sexuality is. She's entitled to yeah. define it for herself, mm-hmm. but she comes across as very attention sexual. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, she would probably kiss anyone if it yes. made for good yes. reality TV. Yes. And she does allow herself to let loose. So, currently, um, they don't even... Okay, so they say that they don't know if they're going to even air... Ultimate Girls Trip Season 4 mm. because of all of this controversy. Yeah. You guys... They're, they're gonna totally going to air it. Yeah. This is just a way for them to get people to watch yeah, it. Well, because we're talking about it, right? That's so right. now everybody's invested in, is this going to happen? So I think they're going to move forward with it. They might cut out some scenes, but maybe leading up to it, they'll leave in. Um, I, If you just don't know who she is or some of the crazy things she's done, I just did a little a little clip here of several things that happened. The first is her on an airplane. And Brandy she's Glanville. clearly, yes, okay. she's clearly drunk. The second part is her actually trying to kiss, um, oh, uh, Lisa Vanderpump. So it's like, oh, reminiscent of what happened now and uh, ends up slapping her. Uh, and then the last part is telling Lisa Renna about her hairstyle. Brandy, your ankles got to the rest of you. I'm jealous of my cankle because this is how I rock and roll. It's going to be super hot. I am jealous of your cankle. Don't, don't do it. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> what? I was so afraid to fly that I used to roofie myself. It was awesome. I wish I could still do that, but it's against the law. And Julie was the hot chick that we got to kiss everyone what? like this. Like this. Wait, pretend to do a sip over kiss. Don't. No time. No, 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 I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't want to either. I think there was just... Oh, no, no. I will slap you. I will slap you, Glenville. Go back there. Slap me. Okay, I will. Just go back. Just go. If you hit me, I'll hit you back. Okay. Pick on somebody your own side. Go, Go do it. Pick on somebody your own Brandy slapped Lisa. No. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. Stop it right now. No, you're wrong. Stop. No, I'm not doing it. No, that's wrong. Hey, it was a... Joke. It's not when you bring my children into it, as everyone Guess knows. What? It's not you funny. brought my children into it by saying I do porn. Speaking of sex, it says here <laughs> that you've done some porn in your life. No, I've never done porn. Where does it say I've done porn? <laughs> I'm kidding. Where's the oh double my God, standard, you, baby? Were... I was joking. I told you I was joking. About me being a trashy mom? 
I didn't say I just said I based it on your look. Listen, her. you've had the same hairdo for 20 years, and you're basing it on my look? Oh, God. She is a mess. <laughs> That's where Andy Cohen, when she said, you've had the same hairdo for 20 years, Andy Cohen is just laughing. Oh. Uh, so that's her trying to kiss Lisa Vanderpump. And then she's like, slap me, slap me. And Lisa won't. And so she slaps Lisa. Yeah. Who is that Caroline in the background with the British accent? Or who no, is that. Her? No, no, no. That is Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, that's so, Lisa. Yes. Okay. So in the past, she's tried to kiss people, not just Lisa, but I've seen her on. Other when does episodes somebody of- like also when does somebody call, like say you can't do that anymore? To yeah, her. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, imagine well, a man did. walking around, like, you know, trying to constantly kiss. People be like, you can't, no. Well, they just did by firing her. Bye. Right. right. Well, good, good. But you think they're going to show that season. She'll be on again, and right. they'll show it. All right. When we come back, Dawn's going to tell us about a Tesla driver who was asleep at the wheel for a very long time. We'll hear that story when we return right here on My Talk 1071.